Today is Shabbat Parashat This week's Parashat Parashat Yitro Tavshin Peibet The Parashat is called Parashat Yitro on the name of Yitro that he was the father-in-law of Moshe. And the parasha starts with this pasuk. This is the beginning of the parasha. This week's parasha was sponsored, another of the rabbi, by Leon Yedid, one of our good students that learned in, in the yeshiva. I want to wish him all the best, in everything. But in this week's parasha, is written also Aseret Adibrot. And it seems that the parasha should have been called Parashat Aseret Hadibrot, because this is one of the main basic things that Am Israel has. Nevertheless, the Torah called it Parashat Yitro on the name of, of Yitro. And the question is, what was the Zechut? What was the merit of Yitro? That the parasha will be called on his name. Another thing that we have to understand, did the, you will, somebody will tell me that they called it Yitro because this is the beginning of the parasha. The question is, why this is the beginning of the parasha? Is it because this is the order of the happenings? Means that in the beginning, Yitro came to Moshe, and after this was Matan Torah. This, uh, this, uh, the, this order, is only according to one opinion, because the Gemara in Mesechet Zevachim, in Davkuftet Zayin, the Gemara brings there an argument. When did Yitro came? Did he came before Matan Torah? Or he came after Matan Torah? So our question is, is it because this is the way of the, this is the order of the happenings? Or there is another reason why the story with Yitro is written in the beginning of the parasha. And this is question number one. Or you can divide it into two questions. First of all, shouldn't parasha being called a certain Number two, 
why Yitro, story of Yitro comes in the beginning. And I will add another two questions and then we will start to answer the questions. Another thing that we have to pay attention is in the, in the beginning of the parasha, the parasha says Yitro, the minister of Midian, the father-in-law of Moses, heard all that God did to Moses and to Israel, his people, that Hashem took Israel out of Egypt. This is what says the Pasuk. Says Rashi there, what report did he hear that had such a great effect on him that he came? Answers Rashi, he heard about the dividing of the sea of reeds and the war with Amalek. On one hand, we have a problem with Rashi because the Pasuk said that Yitro heard all of, all that God did to Moses and Israel. And Rashi later on, he counts other things as well. Uh, I will give you an example, uh, for instance, um, about the man, uh, about the, the, the well that used to walk, to go with Am Israel. So why Rashi picked only these two, Kriyat Yamsuf and Melchemet Amalek? This is question number three. Question number four is, Rashi, from where Rashi took this, uh, that Yitro heard about Kriyat Yamsuf and Melchemet Amalek? Rashi took it from the Mechilta, and it is written also in the Gemara Zvachim. The Mechilta is in the beginning of Parashat Yitro. Mechilta is, a, is the, 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 the Medrash Halacha of Sefer Shmot. So over there, we have three opinions. What, what Yitro heard? What Yitro, what brought Yitro to come? So Rabbi Yoshua says there in the Gemara, in the Medrash, he heard the war with Amalek. Rabbi Eliezer says he heard Matan Torah. Rabbi, Rabbi El-Azhar says he heard Matan Torah. Rabbi Eliezer said he heard Kriyat Yamsuf. So why Rashi picked only two opinions? Why he didn't bring also the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua, of, of uh, Rabbi El-Azhar, that he says he heard Matan Torah. So for this, uh, uh, for the fourth question, we will give immediately an answer that Yitro, um, uh, that Rashi didn't want, Rashi brought only the opinions that everyone agrees on. Milchemet Amalek and Kriyat Yamsuf, there is no argument about it. But the Matan Torah, there is an argument. When Yitro came, did he come before Matan? Did he come? Did he, did he come before Matan Torah or after Matan Torah? So Rashi didn't want to go into a, something that has a machloket, so therefore he didn't bring it. But the second question that we ask, the 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 the, the, the third question that we ask, why Rashi 
mention Kirat Yamsuf and Milchemet Amalek, uh, the Pasuk counted, the, the Pasuk said everything he told her. Why Rashi brought only these two? On this, the answer is that Rashi answered on this question with one word. Mashmuashama means what report did he hear and has such a great effect on him that he came. Mashmuashama uba. This is what Rashi wanted to, 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 to emphasize. What brought Yitro from all the things that Yitro heard, what caused him to make the move to come and to be with Am Israel and to convert and to become, to be, to, to join Am Israel. So this is what Rashi wanted to, to say. And therefore Rashi brought Kriyat Yamsuf and the war with Amalek. This what pushed him, this what caused him to come. But still we have to pay attention to, to several things in what Rashi said. The Mefarshim are asking, Kriyat Yamsuf that he draw her, what did he hear? Kriyat Yamsuf? He heard about the Ness. Ness Kriyat Yamsuf. But why Rashi brought Milchemet Amalek? Should have said the, 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 the victory of Amalek. By Kriyat Yamsuf, you mentioned the Ness. And by the war with Amalek, you mentioned the trouble. You should have said the victory of Amalek. Why it's written Milchemet Amalek? I saw once in the name of Rabbi Echiel Michel Gordon that he explains that there is a special kavana why Rashi wrote only Milchemet Amalek and not the victory of Amalek. Not the victory of Amalek caused Yitro to come. What caused him to come? Yitro said to himself, Everyone heard about Kriyat Yamsuf. This is for sure. Why? Because the Midrash says that when Kriyat Yamsuf happened, all of the water in the world split into two. And the Midrash says, even if a person was holding at that time a cup of water, the water in the cup split. So everyone heard about this great miracle. So Rashi was, so Yitro was bothered. If they heard it, all the nations, and the Pasuk says, everyone was frightening. How can it be that Amalek, he came after he heard about Kiat Yamsuf, 
how can it be that he came to fight with Am Israel? How come Yitro didn't get any impact from what, from the happenings, from the big miracle? How can it be that Amalek didn't get any, any impact? This is what bothered Yitro. So when Yitro saw that so many nations heard about the Kiat Yamsuf, and they heard all, and, and, and nevertheless, Amalek came to make the fight, Yitro said to himself, I cannot be with contact with these nations. I have to separate from them. And therefore, Rashi wrote Kriat Yamsuf and Milchemet Amalek only. These were the two things that caused Yitro to make the move to leave the nations and to leave also his possession that he was a minister, he was the Kohen Midian. And this is the reason why the Pasuk in the beginning of the parasha mentions Yitro, Kohen Midian, Choten Moshe. It's enough to tell me Yitro Choten Moshe. Why I have to mention Kohen Midian? But the Pasuk wanted to show us that what Yitro left because he felt that he cannot be with the nations and he have, he have to separate from them. And the question that we still have here is why the parasha is called on his name and why it comes the story with Yitro before this before Matan Torah. I will say it this way. Yitro heard, is what says Rashi. What report did he hear that he has such a great effect on him? that he came. Yitro, he heard about Kriyat Yamsuf. It was, let us say, like as if we can say, like it was announced in the radio that Borei Olam split the sea to Am Israel because everyone saw it in his house. So how come only Yitro made the move and he came? Why all the other nations didn't move? The answer is that they heard about Kriyat Yamsuf and all the miracles that Borei Olam did. It, they heard it as news in the radio comes in for one ear and it went out from the other ear. 
but he draw, he was a different person. When he heard, the hearing was not only that the ear heard it, his whole body heard it. And, and what he heard went through the heart and went down to the legs of Yitro. And therefore, the legs started to move. The legs moved toward, toward Am Yisrael. While all the nations, only their ear heard it, not the body. Now we will be able to understand why the story of Yitro comes in the beginning and why the parasha is on the name of Yitro. Am Israel, when they came to Matan Torah, when they stood in Mahmoud al Sinai, what, any, what action did they do there? They didn't do any action. They just were standing and hearing what Bore Olam spoke and Moshe spoke, Aseret Adibot. Bore Olam wanted that Am Israel will learn how a person has to hear. Aserta Dibrot is not like news that goes from one ear and goes from the other ear. This thing Borah Olam wanted that Am Israel will learn from Yitro because he was the person that when he heard, all his body heard, and the hearing brought him to make an action, to make a move. And this is what Bara Olam wanted, that when Am Israel will come to Mahmoud Har Sinai, they will hear the Aseret Adibrot, they will understand that the Aseret Adibrot is the hearing has to go into the body till the legs, to the hands, to all the body, all the parts of the body. And Am Israel this way will fulfill the Torah. They will do an action by hearing as Yitro did. Yitro started with the, the, the parasha starts with the word Vayishma Yitro. Yitro heard. And what he heard made a big impact on him that he did the move. The Vayishma Yitro brought Am Yisrael to say 
נעשה ונשמע. And therefore, Yitro had the merit that the parasha is being called on his name, that he brought, Izva Yishma brought to Naase Benishma. The words Naase Benishma that Am Israel said on Mahamad Har Sinai. There are also other words that means we will do and then we will hear and understand. We find another way of Naase Benishma in Megillat Esther. Over there it says, Ki Yimu Vekiblu. They fulfilled and they accepted upon themselves with understanding why they have to do. So does Naase Benishma is just, uh, they, they picked these words, Naase Benishma, and there is no difference to say also, they will say Nekayem Venekabel, uh, or there is special, they said the words According to the Bar Torah Chaim, they said because there is an idea behind. When Borei Olam came to give the Torah, says the Midrash, he went to the nations and asked them if they want to accept the Torah. He came, he came to Esav, and he asked him, do you, the people of the, the children of Esau, do you want to accept the Torah? They said, no, it's written in the Torah things which is against our way of life. Then he went to Ishmael and he offered them the Torah. But then Ishmael said, no, because in the Torah you have things which is against our way of life. And then Borei Olam came to Am Yisrael, and they said, This is the Medrash. Explain Baal Torah Chaim that Am Yisrael, when Borei Olam offered them the Torah, they knew that he left, he went before he came to them to Esav and to Ishmael. Why Esav is being called this name? Says Rashi, because he was born Asui. He was already made. He was born even with teeth, says Targum Yonatan. He had hairs, he was already a man when he was born. He had all everything, he looked like a, a, big, a big baby, a big, a big boy. This is the meaning of Esav. And why Ishmael is called Ishmael, says the Torah, because Shama Elokim et Kol Hanahar, Borei Olam heard his crying, Ishmael, Ishma Kel, Ishma Borei Olam. 
So Am Israel said to Bore Olam, we know that you went to Esav. Esav is called Esav, why? Because he was Asui, he was made. Therefore, we are saying against what Esav said, no. We are saying Naaseh, hinting that we are opposite than Esav. And the word Nishma, they said, and they said to Baraulam, we, we know that you went to Ishmael. And Ishmael said no. Therefore, against what Ishmael said no, we are saying Nishma. This is the meaning of the words that they took out of their mouth, Naaseve Nishma, to show that they did the opposite. What what Esav um, uh, uh, and Ishmael said. And with this, we will be able also to under, have another question. Every morning, we are saying in the praying, Baruch atah monai, Elokeinu melech haolam, asher bachar banu mikol haamim, venatan lanu et torato. Baruch atah Hashem, noten atorah. And the question is here, how can we say Asher Bachar Banu, you chose us? Did he choose us? He went, first of all, he went to all the other nations. They didn't want. After they didn't want, he came to us. So how can we say that he, Asher Bachar Banu, where is the choose? answer to this is that when a person comes to sell something to his friend, what does he show to him? Something that he would like to hear or something that he doesn't like to hear? If you want to sell, you will show all the good, all the best in your merchandise that the other guy, that your friend, will buy it. Therefore, when Barei Olam came to Esau, offered him the Torah, Barei Olam didn't, offer, didn't tell him, you know what, on Pesach, we eat a whole, a whole, a whole sheep. We are eating a sheep, a lot of meat we have on Pesach. Barei Olam didn't tell it to them. Barei Olam told them something, that they wouldn't, wouldn't like to, to, to hear, that they don't like to fulfill. The same thing he did with all the nations, with Ishmael, the same thing he did. This is the meaning, Asher Bacharbanu, as if Barolam didn't, didn't left them any choice to take the Torah. This was Asher Bacharbanu Mikola Amin and Atanlanu et Torato. I want to wish everyone Rikat Shabbat Shalom and Bezat Hashem. I hope to meet next week.